0: You're listening to Around Comics, episode 141. Chicago. This is Around Comics, the comic book roundtable. I'm your host, Sal, and I'm really the only one here today. Uh, Actually, we're not doing the roundtable per se today, uh, because last week we all participated in the 24-hour comic book podcast, a little invention by Christopher Crank of the Crankcast, Uh, He decided to get a bunch of friends and podcasters together to try and put together 24 straight hours of podcasting nuttiness, and he did, and we were a part of it in one way or another. Uh, So we weren't able to do a show of our own last week, Um, so I decided to instead take some of the clips from last week and put them together into a little bit of a highlight reel from from last weekend. Um, so that's what we're going to have today. I hope you guys enjoy it, but uh, but before we go too far, I'd like to remind everyone that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by InStockTrades. InStockTrades.com is offering this month's reading selection, The Witching Hour, to Around Comics listeners for an amazing 40% off the cover price. Get your copy today for only eleven ninety seven. dollars 97 InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more. All at great discounted prices, and remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Thanks for in-stock trades. And if you're not familiar with what the uh, the Club of the Month Club is, or what that book is uh, about, we're doing once a month. Um, the th- one of us, one of the panel members, me, Tom's, Chris, or Scotty, is going to pick a uh, trade paperback, a DVD, and a CD for us to read, watch, and listen. And then at the end of the month, we're all going to get together and talk about it, and that'll be one of the uh, one of the Thursday episodes. So, uh, so this month, Scotty picked. Uh, the Witching Hour by uh, Bacello and uh, oh geez, I can't think of the uh, the writer off the top of my head. But uh, uh, as the trade paperback, the DVD is Open Range uh, with Kevin Costner, and uh, and the CD is uh, Blast Tyrant by Clutch. So you can go to our forum and, and check that out and and uh, and find out more about those those offerings and what is all involved in the uh, Club of the Month Club, as it's being called for now. Uh, Also, I'd like to remind everyone that Around Comics is recorded every Friday night, or usually every Friday night, at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. And all of us, actually the 24-Hour Podcast... Uh, it was recorded there last Saturday, and it was it was a lot of fun. And and we usually have a lot of different people show up from time to time at the 24 hour po- or at the, our regular recordings. So if you're in uh, in Chicago land on a Friday night, uh, stop by, and you never know who you might meet there. All right, that is that. Enough of uh, the intro stuff. Now onto the show. Like I said earlier, uh, this is all stuff that I pulled from the 24 hours of the 24 hour comic book podcast. Uh, that was done last week if you haven't uh, uh, tuned into that if you didn't listen in to that at all you can go to two four hour comic and check it out if you so please uh, if you've heard this all this stuff before this is nothing new i uh, I just pulled some different things of of uh, the four of us in different capacities on the show and and wanted to run it today like I said we didn't have time to do a show last week because we were all we were pref- Preparing for the 24-hour podcast. So, if you've already heard this stuff, you can uh, you can just fast forward. Although I will say, uh, at the very end, the last segment that's about I don't know 20 minutes long is uh, is while it's all stuff pulled from the podcast, um, it's got a little special uh, twinge to it. So, you might want to check that part any out anyway, just in case you. Uh, you have already listened. If you haven't listened to the 24 hour podcast, like I said, you can go to the website and check it out there uh, after listening to this. Um, these are just uh, segments that I pulled out. So. Uh, without further ado, the first one here, uh, was a talk with, a uh, comic artist and friend of all of ours, uh, Chris Moreno. Uh, Chris is a terrific artist who's worked on stuff like, um, Lemur vs. Monkey and, and, uh, uh, Art vs. King Arthur, and he's also doing the, uh, sidekick stuff with Paul Jenkins lately, and he's just a great guy and, and a uh, just fantastic artist, so if you haven't checked out his stuff, definitely do, but... Uh, here we uh, we have John Suntris, Mike Norton, myself, Tom, and I believe Tom all talking with uh, with Chris on I think it was hour number 6 uh, on Saturday. So here it is.
1: But I only we want to the, the we the finally room. got this thing to work okay. and now we're calling who is Marino? <laughs> we're calling Chris Moreno. Hello. Hey, Chris.
0: It's uh, the 24-Hour Podcast,
2: guys. What's up, guys? How are you doing? Oh, those guys. You're yeah, not,
3: sorry. Yeah, don't hang up yet, Chris. You're not
4: listening to the show as it's going up, are you? What's that? You're not
3: You're I, you're, you're not. <laughs> not, you're not listening to the show as it's been being posted, have you been?
2: No, no. I've, I've got actual work to do. Attaboy. Ah. <laughs>
3: well, we got uh, Norton is here. Chris Crank is here. Me, Suntress, uh Sal, and uh, Tom Cater's. From around comics, so I wanted to give you the full Holy lineup. crap! Yeah, we're all here, man. It's we're like all we're all here to Justice talk to you. League roll call. Oh yeah, it's the Legion of Substitute Heroes. Don't get yourself. I need to yourself. get back
5: towards water in an hour, or I pass out like Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> you have to dip me completely <laughs> super. This is it? like super podcast. This is crazy. What
3: are you working on, man?
2: I'm doing some Alien versus Predators two sketch cards.
3: Outstanding, very cool. I didn't yeah, I didn't realize that they were making a second film. I'm, I hope they correct all the mistakes in the first film. They're going hard on, apparently. So oh, that's I cool. That's a big plus. Oh. Th- losing Lance Hendrickson in the first 20 minutes, I thought, was a huge mistake in that first film. <laughs> I don't know about you, Chris. They just bring him back. That guy's
5: harder to kill than a cockroach. That's a good they point. just bring him <laughs> back as a robot. Isn't he a robot in every yeah, movie now? He's, he should he's be. a robot. He's a clone. He's
2: a clone <laughs> robot.
4: I, you, know. you know, Lance Hendrickson, There, you can count on uh, your. On one hand the amount of movies that he actually makes it out of. <laughs>
3: That's true. <laughs> well, and even. And one TV series, I guess, because he did live through Millennium. Well,
4: he lived through Millennium, but, I mean, did he? Because that show kind of rebooted. You don't know what really happened in
5: that
3: well, show. Well, they kind of wrapped it up in The X Files, and he had, like, shock white hair. So I think all that happened to him was his hair turned gray. Oh, wow. he so he was traumatized, but I think he actually lived.
5: It's a clone of him.
2: By the time I got to. I, I, I think I lost steam on, on Millennium. I, I don't even think I saw the end of it.
4: Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. So, uh so you're drawing today, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What'd you eat for breakfast? Yeah, sorry.
4: No, well, all right. That's you about,
3: know, be like, uh, or okay.
4: uh, I'm I'm just really glad whatever. you haven't been listening to the show. Is pretty much what I'm <laughs> getting to. Hey,
3: just. Chris, I'll say it. Uh, the the little two-page bits that you guys have been doing in Frontline for World War Hulk have been absolutely hilarious. Uh, i oh, thanks, dude. I, I've really enjoyed them. They're very funny. And I, I appreciate the, invent, the inventiveness in each one because it really is a different concept in each issue. I like the tryouts in well, particular, the American Idol like tryouts.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I think when Jenkins wrote Guy Who Kind of Looks Like Ghost Rider in an Elvis suit yeah. with a guitar, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm down with that. But I wanted to make him look as boring as possible, like not like shredding and like jumping up in the air and stuff, just kind of standing there. And then, uh,. Yeah, that's pretty fun. So I, I think this last one almost got us in a little bit of trouble.
4: Uh oh. Why? I
2: don't, I don't know it... how many of you guys saw it. Did, is Johnny the only guy that saw it, or?
4: Well, I haven't seen it. I don't. I haven't bought any of
3: those lately. Well, go ahead and describe um, it, Chris. Well,
2: basically, like the, the watcher shows up and starts talking about you know how uh, uh, the, the Hulk is like laying waste to the Marvel universe, but they're like lesser known and poss- possibly least interesting battles <laughs> that have taken place. And it's just like a quick, like, you know, 10 panel like barrage of the Hulk just like squashing, like, uh, super, super z characters, like, uh, <laughs> Hypno-Hustler and, uh, yep. like Frogman. And, you know, it, it kind of came I did, I did a sketch in Pittsburgh of, um, I called it my preview of World War Hulk frontline. It was like before I started any of the stories, I had the Hulk flicking Spider-Man's head off <laughs> with like his little finger. And like Spider-Man's doing the old, like, you know, uh, 50 Cups boxing style, you know, with the two hands in front of his face. <laughs> and and uh, I sent that to Paul and, they, and Paul was like, yeah, we gotta do that for the next World War Hulk thing. So, we made up a list we had to get a list of all these Z-list characters approved which blew, like blew my mind like we had to figure out like whether or not Hypno Hustler was going to be used in the next big event storyline or, <laughs> or or whatever um, Someone and then uh, so Paul sent me kind of like a rough layout of like you know of like what the whole thing was going to be and then I sent them the, the first bits of artwork from it and they were pretty tight and uh we pretty much like scared everybody because they were like you got the hulk like killing a lot of people in this and we're like well yeah sort of like, well that's a little violent isn't it but like it's very like cartoony
4: <laughs> well yeah
2: you know like heads just popping off <laughs> not, not like you kill know, bill where it's just like guys there's a blood shooting out of their necks and stuff um it was very It's very light You know So like we had to Really kind of like Assure them That like You know It wasn't going to be Like super gory Or anything You know It was still going to be Very kind of funny And kind of like A Tex Avery
3: Kind of way Did they Did um, they think that uh, You know Someone was going to Really think that Those stories are In continuity And hey wait a minute I was going to Pitch a miniseries About all those characters Damn you <laughs> Way to go <laughs>
2: Well that's the thing We were like We, we realized like Everybody got So bad out of shape About the speed bump. Like I was waiting For people to throw like you know, Rick's wrapped in afro wigs or something because I killed the <laughs> hypno hustler. You know, just like uh, semi death threats from the mail and stuff.
3: You discover the 15th like person, right?
5: Exactly. The
2: peregrine
5: <laughs> the one person with the hypno hustler uh, tattoo is all like, "Oh man,
3: Come on, he's my favorite man." <laughs> yeah. What the hell? What not anyone like him? How's the reaction to the summer special been so far, man? For sidekicks.
5: I mean, Pretty good. Issue two came out this week,
3: and, very cool. and
5: you know, I, th- I
2: think everybody that sees it and li- you know reads it likes it for the most part. But it's just hard to get people to see it. To,
4: I, like know, in it general. And, I like it. I like um, it because I kind of got
2: hammered at when issue five came out so late. So, but um, but everybody at the con seems to really like it. We keep telling everybody, tell their friends, tell, tell retailers especially because we've had a few. Stories come back from retailers that just like refuse to order
3: copies for people. For some reason, that still goes on. Taking some sort of moral stand, we will not order a funny book. Norton says he likes it because he's in it. What's that? He can't hear me. Norton said that is he in? Did you use Norton as a as a model in uh, Sidekicks? Oh yeah yeah
2: yeah. The the last page of. uh, I'm colored wrong or something like that. Yeah. Colors are very weird. It's Scotty's in it too.
4: Scotty's in it, and th- yeah. he's
2: got like this white beard. <laughs> 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 it's like it's like Scotty Young in the future.
4: <laughs> Outstanding. Chris, what else are you working on right now? You got like 15, um, 15 things. If I know you right, usually.
2: Yeah, well, I, I try to spin a lot of plates. Um, I got this book mm-hmm. that uh, that's coming out through Top Cow called Johnny Delgado is Dead.
3: Yeah, that's right. I'm looking forward to that, man.
2: Okay. Yeah, first issue is out. Um, second issue is going to be out. Um,
3: <laughs> okay, I missed like the first October. issue. Where, when did the first issue come out, Chris? Oh
2: uh, gosh, uh, last month maybe. All
3: right, I'll have to find it. It came
2: out. It came out in between like now and Comic Con. Okay. Because we had uh, we had preview copies and, and advanced copies of the first issue out there. Um, mm-hmm. So I just finished issue two of that and. and We're going to be working on Issue 3 soon. Um, I got a story in the Teddy Scares Volume 2 came out. Um, I got a short story. I've been doing a lot more short stories for the anthologies to try and kind of, you know, get a little um, creator own cred going. Not even cred, just, you know, just to work on my own stuff. Um, It's a hard thing to kind of make time for, and the anthologies are nice because I can do, like, little six- to eight-page stories. I got one in the Pop Gun that's coming out. Oh, man, November. that's cool. Um, and, man, I'll tell you what.
4: We do not have time technology. to do this. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to walk over you. but Say say, man.
3: You finish your thought, Chris.
2: Oh, um, I was going to say, uh, a, lot, a lot of the anthologies I've been a part of, I've been really lucky because it had some really, really cool creators and, and cool stories. The Pop Gun one is going to be sweet, I think. Um, and then I have a story in the 24-7 anthology that um, Ivan, uh, Brandon, and Andy McConnell put out.
5: That so. was my favorite one in there.
2: Which one? Yours in the 24-7. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, that's the beginning. That's, that's like my first kind of written story. I mean, that's the first story that I've done kind of full-tale, and uh, it was cool that it gave me an opportunity to do that. It was nice. I, I just, I was
5: well, up. Oh, I, I was gonna say it was nice because uh, in the twenty four seven book it was I thought it was a, it was funny, but it was also a, sort of a complete story in and of itself for being so short because so I think sometimes in the in the, the sort of anthology books, some of the short stories come across as like a little too clever, but yours was just right. It wasn't you know too lappy lappy, but it was pretty funny and wow. had an end. yeah, it was good.
2: It's a mixed bag. I mean, I think sometimes people are also kind of using the anthologies to kind of watch something that they're working on. So you're really only getting maybe the first part of the story or whatever. I mean, they asked me to specifically do something for that. So, like, I, I, you know, and I said six pages. So, um, you know, I I just worked on fitting it inside there. But, you know, it was definitely, like, I like those kind of stories, though. I like doing short stories because they, they really only have to kind of exist in that particular form. You know, If I, I could potentially do more stories with that character, although that one was pretty cut and dried, like, you know, self-contained. I joked with them though, because it's basically it kind of boils down a lot of elements from all the other stories from the first 24-7. Yeah. But it had crime in it. Um, it had foul language and violence. And then also at the end, the, lead character got like mowed down in a hail of bullets Yeah. and I joked with them I said most of your stories ended that way in the first anthology I said I'm not going to break the chain <laughs> yeah, have
5: to do I-, I love seeing a robot swearing and like with a gun for some reason I think it just I
2: think the fact that he was so short too
3: Yeah. short little
2: robots that curse a lot I think are hilarious
3: that's so what was missing from Buck Rogers really when you think about it a swearing b- tiny, b- tiny b- tiny b- exactly if, if Tweaky had actually sworn then you really would have had something and oh, had exactly and I,
2: Beedy, 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 suck
0: my dick. You know, that kind of Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Chris Moreno, always always the amusing chap. He's a really good guy, so like I said before, you should definitely check out his work. He's, he's not only a good guy, but he's a, a fantastic artist to boot, so there you go. Uh, next up on the on the list is uh, Chris Tabor, who, if you listen to the Crankcast... Um, is sort of the Crankcast resident movie guy. He comes on and he, he loves talking about movies and and all sorts of things to do with movies. So, uh, of course, uh, there couldn't be 24-hour podcasts without some movie talk. And uh, at one point, uh, myself and Scotty and I think uh, a couple of... Uh, who else was there? Mike was involved a little bit. Dave Wachter, uh, Casey. Um, there might have been more. I, I can't remember. It's sort of a blur, but we all started talking about movies for a couple of hours, and I pulled out one such conversation that I thought was pretty interesting and uh, and went into a lot of different things. So here's uh, here's that group. I think this is from uh, our, um, Hour 11, I believe this is from. So here you go. Golden.
1: So yeah, continuing on... Yeah, to con- recap the past hour yeah. that was movie talk. We're con- going to continue that. Continuing hurdle, right? on with movie talk, I am going to throw a movie out there that I understood... Why uh, a lot of people loved it, but I I wasn't necessarily in love with it. I I didn't uh, I wasn't that entertained by it. Didn't hate it. Didn't have a lot of venom towards it. But it just was like eh, and that was a uh, memento. You are wrong. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, well, I think I can understand. I mean, because like if you, like I loved I it because of what they
6: like the Care Bears movie. <laughs> that was sweet.
0: No, I mean, because unless you're like. Yeah, I mean, I think probably you and you, both, you know, all three of us is like I was blown away by the idea of m- making a film in that fashion. Yeah. Yes. making a
3: film backwards and right.
0: telling it in that way, well, and that's happens, what and it carries... And, and, well, half of, yeah, the best the way and, to, and filming to relate is, to the
6: character, like you are yeah. the character. It's being told backwards. You have to remember sure. the previous scene that just happened. It's a movie about memory. I mean, yeah. about. How yeah, it was just the entire concept
0: so you, of you, it you, and how it was put a, together. Taking and, the
7: timeline and, and fooling with that. Exactly. Plays directly. Which
0: is why well. I well, like uh, Gus Van Sant movies. movies. But at the same yeah. time, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's...
1: Well, no, that's why I said, like, uh, all the things that you guys just said, I know... See, I, I thought... Memento I recognized was, those things. Like, it wasn't like a thinking? Malkovich yeah. to me where I couldn't... Like, why do people laugh at why this? Why is there a 12 and a half floor? I've never been on a 12 and a half floor. But to me,
7: Memento was stunning. I mean, it was like, especially when you get to the end and you're like... Holy crap! Because mm-hmm.
6: my the biggest, biggest complaint thing was the because it was so that ambiguous. Was like, that
4: was, the, yeah, that was the thing. It was the first movie that I had seen, I think, ever before. That there had been plenty afterwards where I had to talk with other people about what actually happened. How did it actually end? You know, right, right.
6: which yeah, yeah. don't really know. But how is that a bad thing though? You look at your socializing. I don't think it is Your I do. I,
7: yeah, exactly. I do Game like that. Like say it. like a, like a the Donnie Darko pre. Direct. Pre-director's I own the director's
6: cut. But I haven't watched it yet. I have. not liked I it the
7: first. Time. I won't watch the director's cut because they they've said it explains more of it, and I was like, well, that's not what I want. The it whole really point that what makes it so great is that it doesn't explain it. It lets you explain right. it. You know, you come up with it.
6: Yeah, I liked it the first. I bought the director's cut, but I haven't watched it yet, and I'm just like,
0: yeah. as it was. See, I had a problem with it. I mean, I I didn't like Donnie Darko. I didn't. I wanted to like it, but uh, uh, because I, I, it wasn't explained enough to me, and I'm too dumb to. Well, you a know, yeah. it was just like I'll put it in the it really so just comes—it's
1: no, it's like one, one of those films. Of a movie, I think. Well, yeah, you know, i was the same way. I was like, eh, I really because yeah, so I love Jake of all the
7: movies that Gyllenhaal just lay it all out for me and tell me what I'm supposed. to Well, I don't have a problem party with. Party with I don't. I don't have a like, problem. I know they're a gay cowboys. I don't have a problem necessarily with. I like ambiguity. I mean, I just I like do to ambiguity. a degree. I do and do I it to a degree. think I understand how people would not like ambiguity. I understand,
0: too. But that's, it's like, maybe my, maybe my West, it's like it's my, it's, it's, it's not
7: recognizing that that's the point
0: hogs. of it. They want to Wild Hogs. They don't want to see fucking you know I mean? Empire or something like that. It's not necessarily like the, like, it's maybe that I, I don't recognize that that's the point of the film. Yeah. Is that it's supposed to be, uh,
7: you're supposed to try and figure, you know, make up your own mind on what oh. it is. It's like, okay, well. See that kind of stuff excites me. It's like, ooh, it could be this, this. It could be this. But when you're watching something, when you're and you watching something, around
6: it and yep. other people have different theories. And you're like, really? You saw that and that? Because right, I saw exactly. this and this. That's what's powerful about film. That's why I like film so much. Because, like, I mean, like, to, to me, film is sports. To me, like, that's how I can relate to people. That's how I can talk to people and engage with people. If people start talking about, you know, the Wolverines or whatever. <laughs> You know, Wolverines <laughs> Wolverine, you know <laughs> Red Dawn I was like oh you Red talking about Red Dawn <laughs> like no we're talking about uh, a Saxo State Sports game you know? know like oh I can't relate but uh that's what it, I think film is for is it just to engage like, like just the whole Gus Van Sant thing like I appreciate you guys opinion we had a crazy discourse about it it was awesome fulfilling you know, it, was
0: it didn't make me like it anymore. So no, I don't think it's, it's <laughs> <not> about convincing. <laughs> no, it. yeah, no, no. It but I'm saying that interaction, that it, that it, the the fact that it did, yeah, didn't.
6: But it's also it's also a it uh, a, a barometer for how you like. Oh, uh, you're wrong. But uh, it's a barometer for uh, how you know relate to people. It's just like, oh man, really. He's like, that movie was dumb. Have you seen the Wild Hogs? That's a movie. <laughs> well, that's and that's, and that's a bit of an like, extreme,
0: I though. I you. mean, that's an easy yeah. way to... I, mean, well, that's, I know,
6: you know, it's, it's,
7: I like, know. it's you. But yeah. it's, I'm not, I'm not yeah.
6: saying you like Wild Hogs.
7: Uh, no. Like Wild Hark. Did you
1: like it? It <laughs> <laughs> was, was all right. Like a <laughs> it was okay. There's, okay. Okay. there's, there's, right there's always <laughs> certain movies that come out, and it's always the movies for me that uh, people um, that that come out, and there seems to be the the buzz, kind of, the underground buzz, buzz, buzz yeah, about. Yeah, the it. underground buzz, like, oh, it's genius. And, and I'll give yeah. another example of another movie where I understand, I guess, a little bit why people liked it, but not what, where the hilarious came from. Like, every, and I'm gonna before I even say the movie, Schindler's I'm gonna, List, I'll, right? Yeah, I, no. Before I, say I can talk about little, that. Before I say the title of the movie, at this point, I was, we were still working at Ed DeBevick's Waiting Tables, and somebody came up and went, I watched a movie last night, and I swear to God, I laughed my ass off There's for two there, right? hours. And I was like, really? And they were like, oh, my God, it's so fucking funny. You know, the movie, uh, The Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, I love it. No, I love I, it. Now, I think that is an okay movie. movie. You are talking about that, yeah. I think I it is an okay movie. movie, but when I watch it, in case Casey and I watch it together... Now, remember, somebody told me they laughed literally yeah. out loud... For two hours. For two hours. And that's... I watched the movie, and I didn't even I laughed even a lot during it. it. I laughed uh, a, lot I I it. I laugh a lot during it. I didn't even slightly I giggle. I laughed a lot
6: during it during, like, uh, the how yeah, Gwyneth yeah, Poulter lost her finger or whatever. And stuff. Yeah, that's there, there's not, something like that that's funny, here. but I think people who laughed out loud are just... They're disconnected. They don't exactly. understand. It's not. It's a Tom's it's a gonna dark. punch you in the head. I don't know. Because I laughed out. I laughed out loud. <laughs> you can laugh, but you can't laugh out loud for like two hours. I mean, it's a bittersweet movie. It's a, almost a, almost a depression. Oh, it <laughs> is. It yeah. is. Yeah. The, yeah. the end and is, is sad. The yeah. yeah. like, there's a scene in it that is just
7: it's <laughs> <almost> <laughs> an hour and a half. You know? Yeah. Me,
1: but tragedy. that's the thing, though. Come over here. It's a comic tragedy. I would like I would really, really like to hear. There's a mic right there, Tom. Tom right there oh, one right there. um i would this is a situation where i'd like to know like similar to the drawback yeah. but we'll talk about Royal ten bombs where it was the stuff when that. i watched it i i saw things and went oh the, like the the patrick getting her finger cut off i thought like, oh that's clever yeah. right and but not in a not in a way like huh. oh I laugh about they're it still they've still laughing about it <laughs> but i go <know>, oh that's <laughs> the way it
6: was done like the guy with the pipe it's like, r, r, r. But like I saw, and finger, then
1: she's got like, the wood finger yeah, yeah. <laughs> so great yeah from your taste, Tom, what what about the movie made you like what what kind of the, what what about the comedy made you, like yeah why struck are you? you?
7: Sick and why am I sick? <laughs> and, uh, first of all, first of all, I like Tom. You have to explain why you laugh. Why I laugh? Can you laugh. do that?
5: I'm disconnected from reality. <laughs> <laughs> it's bittersweet, and I guess I'm twisted. Uh, what I laughed out loud at is the thing I like about Wes Anderson movies is like. um... The little continuity things within it that are kind of funny, mm-hmm. like the fact that Luke Wilson's character carries around a pepper shaker and is always drinking Bloody Mary's. Yeah. Throughout the entire movie, and to me, I laugh. Every, I, I, when I say I laugh out loud, I don't mean like every time he took out the pepper shaker. I was like,
8: oh god damn, oh, shit! I can't believe he did that shit. Right. <laughs> and,
1: and, yeah, it wasn't like that. I don't
7: laugh. Have at you any- ever laughed at a movie like that? Yeah, Danny I was, Hill. was gonna say. Do you? Oh so yeah. Are, are you I've like when you look at that? Are yeah. you
1: looking at? Are you looking at as from? Because it's clever. People who might not know you write and and put yeah. on uh, improv. Yeah. Are you looking at that and finding that to be like? I got what they're doing. I like... Or are you actually, like... If you could step outside of the writer's side of you and actually, are you, from a movie standpoint, go, nah, that's the funniest well, that's shit. it's kind of tough because
5: I, I think it's the fact that I like that that got me into doing stuff that I do. Okay. You know, like, I, I, I don't think I, those two things for me are... I, I have a hard time thinking besides the way that I do about right. it. Like, as I look at something like that and I'm like, that's really clever because it's something the, that, obviously, if you're going to build, like, a character in a movie... Things like that are really cool if you're playing the character mm-hmm. because it's something that you do that's what your character does. And no one ever has, it's like when you do, when I used to do um, improv more often, one of the things is like, if you play a character, it's, sometimes it's really fun to like make up something that you know about yourself mm-hmm. that no one else knows but never really say, but play it, you know, that way right. like your character's gay, which all of my characters were. <laughs> All the time. But, I mean, it's just a a funny little thing to look at, you know, and every time I'd see it, I'd be like, ah, that's funny. You know, because it's something that doesn't necessarily jump out to you. I mean, I think just, uh, you know, belly laughing probably. I I don't belly laugh at anything except people's tragedy. Would you guys,
1: um, and again, this isn't taking anything away from from uh, the actual enjoyment of that movie, but would you be able to admit that there's the other side of... Because I find movies like that, that there are the people who... Don't genuinely my find. My dad doesn't like it. They don't genuinely find it funny, but will act as if. Because the, because just I like anything, if, if you are a music fan, yeah. If you are a music fan, yeah.
7: Anybody will do that for any kind of. Yeah, thing.
1: yeah. There are, and and for me, that's what sometimes, and that's almost they what they recognize. Feel like, oh, I am
7: supposed to enjoy this. I right. will now say that I enjoy. it. I have it, to be man. part of the because cool. Part arc. of my, but you know. I'm not I'm done. No. No. Not at all. Not at all.
1: Fuck those people. They're <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> right. I expect. Well, that. it's Need like I, I, I sorry, remember. Oh, I fall. remember a
6: situation where we had to see Garden <laughs> State at the movie theater. And in, in what did you think of that? Garden State? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it very much. I so. It too. Uh, no, I haven't seen that. Mostly I'm on, with you. on an aesthetic, right. level. Just like, just like it's, it's this actor's first movie. Just every shot is framed very well just like it's, it's visually appealing Sure. Uh, so on that level I was like oh, well, that's pretty good and then there's like some clever things like the silent velcro and stuff like that but when I was we were there like you know Madison is kind of small at the time only had one art house theater mm. so people going there was like I'm going to see an art house movie I'm going to appreciate this yeah. so I am yeah. told this is a comedy so I shall laugh at this right. so yeah. the people in this is like there was a line going out the door and just like people want to see this movie so they go in there and like it's another movie like very Wes Anderson-esque in mm-hmm. tone. Um, it was not like laugh out loud funny but it's amusing right. mostly throughout. But there are people behind you just like oh, Oh! Just like just guttural laughs. One just like the but they seem so they seem so false. Mm-hmm. They seems yes. false. It seems cued, Like they're cued to do it right. yeah. versus That's coming from within. You know? with it it's it's but I would like say as far as, as
7: like uh, uh, Wes Anderson movies go like you t- there was a point where I felt he went too far and I saw and this is The Life Aquatic. Oh, which but, I, I but, love but, which I, love I do it. like Visually, the movie. Visually. I do like the movie. The first 45 minutes, I don't like. Yeah. Because it's too much of that Wes Anderson yeah. way of doing things. A little too self-referential. Yeah. A little too much making you kind of go, get it, get it, uh, get yeah. it. That's funny. But then the last hour and 20 minutes completely yeah. saves that movie for me. Where say. it's where I, I love the last half of that movie. The movie,
5: um, Garden State. There's two thing. The one thing that bothers me a lot about Garden State is there's occasionally a line in the movie where I just go, "That's like the thing about the Shins when she puts the headphone." I'm sorry, I love the islands. Yeah, but they're never gonna live that down in my mind. Because every time I hear that song, I turn to my girlfriend and go, "This
6: song is gonna change your life," and we laugh. It was it's ridiculous. Every time it was it was it was Zach Braff's personal music taste entering his screenplay. Like I'm listening to this now. It changed my life. I, I was inspired to write this movie, and it's 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 you know it's I hadn't heard of the of the Shins before that. Oh, actually, I have, but I haven't heard them. I've heard of them, and so it's just kind of like I'm making a movie. If I can get people to buy the CD, that would be awesome. They'd be huge, and then they had like more CDs. And I can understand that from there, but it actually it does take you out of the movie. I just take out the movie because it's just. He's yeah, like, well, you know, obviously the the writer director is trying to get you to listen to this. And it
1: said, "Well, well listen we to, to this song, all
6: song. Yeah, all romantic. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, but you
1: can't like, but yeah, I mean, for me, like, while I don't enjoy the Shins and I, you know, but uh, I, do. I do. I understand that. I understand that like art and music, um, like all the things meld together. So uh, I feel like that's a cool thing for him to be. I mean, if he has the ability to put together like some bands that he wants and, and right. be able to. Right.
6: Because it's a great soundtrack, though. It, it exposes you to a lot of a lot of artists that I like but I don't think I would have known about. Sure. You know, so like, I, you don't want to like credit Zach Braff for like exposing everyone to these bands but it, it really helps. And, uh, oh, huge. Yeah, I mean like, even with like The Last Kiss which he didn't direct or anything but he definitely was the
1: what was producer? that Joshua Radin dude that he? Josh put, Radin, yeah. yeah, very good. That he put I out, have that The, CD, the little, the little, little whispery, you know, folks singer and uh,
6: uh, Sissy SpaceX daughter, the chick from uh, Orange County, yes.
1: you know, yeah, she mm. she was like
6: the female singer on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Orange yeah, County, you know, there's a there's a there's a person that I find to be an absolutely hilarious person that I uh, is oh, Jack Black. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Jack Black. Who great. I wish Wow, had, you're in the minority. No, 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 no. I'm Way to go that, out on a limb. I'm saying that you, that there's a perfect, like, there to me is an example of a really, really funny guy that they can't, like, he takes the movies and then he can't, the funny thing about Jack Black, they usually take away. Problem is, problem is, Nacho Libre, which is Never one, seen of, it.
6: one of the worst Never movies. It. Of well, it, was, it happened along yeah, before. It. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like, I thought Jack Black could do not wrong because I'm like, I like his personality and, like, movies like School of Rock are written around yeah. him. You know, it's like, Mike White, who wrote School of Rocks, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to write this movie for sure. Jack Black. And, uh, and I'm like, that worked perfectly. That's one of the and better stuff, like, ones. Canadian but, like, D, like Canadian stuff Canadian like Shallow Hal. Yeah. Shallow Hal worked fine, too. No, mm. Shallow Hal is, like, it's... Eh. Fairly Brothers, they do gross-out comedies or whatever with heart. And, and the heart always comes through for me. Um, even Heartbreak Kid, which just came out this weekend, uh, has some heart to it. But... Either way. like uh, I think they just throw the heart in there so they don't get sued. No. Or picketed. No, because, like, they... they, they <laughs> to
0: me, that's what that's it seems what, like. like what, we're were going to make fun of uh, this minority group, but like, we're going to make it they were okay accused, of, by... They are
6: accused of that, and they donate so much money to all these charities, like Special Olympics and stuff. And well, was, so like, they, the they can get away with it. When <laughs> they put in those those handicapped people, like, in roles, you know, in, like, positive roles, I mean, they're, they're just putting these friends, these people that they met. And yeah, I just
7: never found their mo- their movies funny. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I always thought it, I always but felt, it, it, I actually felt a little comedy like, is subjective well, I watch though. their movies and so I feel a little a little worse off, like, that I'm watching <laughs> their movies. I like you know, it's like I, I, I kind Hall of feel like a jerk well, watching this. But,
1: but I don't <laughs> find Shallow Howe to be, like, for me, when I'm going to, like, when I'm going into something, especially that's around Jack Black. That, to me, did not feel like a Jack, like, I didn't feel like I got Jack. I felt oh, like I got I a Paulie movie. I thought
6: it was great, because, like, he was his wacky-ass self, and then he mm-hmm. became, like, a sensitive guy, which is, like, showed a different side of That's him. That's when I'm he like, works the really best. best. Yeah, I you thought You have
1: it, to give, Jack Black can't just be like, hey, McClellan, look at me. Oh, uh, he worked
0: in, self- uh, High Fidelity. He self- <laughs> yeah, he was phenomenal. <laughs> he that put
6: on the map.
1: Uh. He still <laughs> had the human side of him in that What's
6: movie.
0: What's the one with uh, Stiller, the, uh... uh I hated the museum. I or
6: envy. Oh, envy. envy? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a. That's hey. a yeah, but he's yeah.
1: he's funny and shit. Than he's it. funny, but that movie's. Oh, the movie that, itself yeah. is From the director of Rain Man and Diner and all these great any, movies comes Envy. Yeah, any movie that to it, it, for me personally that Ben Stiller makes himself, I feel to be terrible, terrible like a collection of inside jokes between him and his little squad that are never funny to me. Like uh, uh Zoolander.
6: Zoolander's a great I movie. Zoolander's okay, you're how many wrong. times have you seen Zoolander? <laughs> you're times, wrong. How many times have you seen Zoolander?
1: You do have to watch it multiple times. Do, I, I three or I four agree. times.
6: Have you? Zoolander, that was my 9/11 uh, recovery movie, because <laughs> it was like I, two weeks after 9/11. It was like, and I remember like uh, they were promoting it on talk shows, like ah, it's a comedy. It's after 9/11. Maybe you go see it and enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this isn't as funny as I wanted it to be, you know. But then on multiple viewings, I'm like, this movie is. It's funny. It's a funny mm-hmm. movie. It's I, really well done. And it, it's stylish, and it's you know, a lot of comedies are lazy, as far as the directorial style, I'm sure. So I appreciate comedies with
1: style and laughs. I find like for me, I think that like the Ben Stiller, it's always like him. Uh, and it, the thing is, is I, I like the guy. I
0: think that's anything.
1: It's like when well, you no.
0: to, when somebody's given too much control. Yeah, uh, I like the guys themselves. I like Ben Stiller.
1: I like uh, I like uh, oh, the Wilsons. My. I like those guys. But when Ben Stiller's in control of it all, I feel like it's their chance for their little friendship to be like, ha, 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 this stuff's funny. Remember and we've Tommy told rave these rave jokes. that joke. Yeah,
9: I think there's just
1: get I think the there's just a
0: point, point in any any of those things, you know. And I think you get it in comics too. It's where it's like somebody's just, you know, gets to a point where they get so much. Control over something, right. and there's See, no you know, one standing over their shoulders like for the Yeah, maybe not. maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> that, maybe that's not a good idea.
10: Maybe that can happen.
7: But the problem is, is that that's when you can get some of the best. you Absolutely, it. you can. You know, but you can you also step, you can, you can get also to like, get, like, get. Okay, let's take the change yeah, off. No, no, I agree. Mind. But yeah, it's, yeah, very, it's willing, fewer you are It's further and far between because I think. I'll go through all the crap ones. So that you get that the one, the
0: rare one that's, because that's that one phenomenal. Because that makes it all worth it. I, I don't like, disagree with that. I'm just saying that a lot of times you get that from, from the creators of anything. A, 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 they get too a, a, much control I, I power. Saw,
7: you know, when you take some, I remember seeing a documentary on Hitchcock or whatever, and they were they were comparing him to the guy who produced uh, uh, Gone with the Wind. What's his name? O. Selznick? Yeah, David, David Selznick. O. Selznick. And they're comparing the two because they they worked together on movies, and then they went off and Selznick hated Hitchcock and all this kind of stuff. And then Selznick, who went on and did movies where he was just going to, like, I'm just going to do it anyway. I'm going to break convention, and I'm going to break sexuality into it. And, you know, and he comes out with crap. You know, and then you get uh, uh, Hitchcock, who says... You know, I'm going to work within the boundaries and within the rules, mm-hmm. but I'm just going
6: to keep. pushing Well, he pushing he, he on was able to guide himself, yeah. right?
7: I'm just going to keep pushing on the edge. He could self-edit, and I'm going to go around the rule, and I'm going to play with the rules. Well, yeah, because he understood and stuff that, like that, and he came up with better. Because a yeah, lot of times, it's not art, just it's not good enough just to
1: break rules. That's yeah, not to, yeah,
7: that's can't be your only goal. Like you have to be me, good at them first. Well, sometimes staying within the rules, but really you're undermining the rule while staying within the well, rule. What's the thing? You know like, yeah. and, and that comes with Before themselves. you can break the rules, you have to sure. understand yeah. the rules. I mean, we you know. see A lot of people drawing. set up to like,
6: break the rules before they,
7: before they, yeah. before they yeah. even know that them. Yeah, that was our they school. You know what they are. Yeah, when that's, that's, I went to our school, that's and that's you know everybody wanted to break the rules. I was so like, you no. gotta learn Nobody's how to draw the cat before you take the cat's head off.
1: Um, you know. I felt that way. I mean I feel that way and I know everybody has a different opinion but uh, with like Kevin Smith movies. We just talk about Shallow like Hal. I don't
5: remember. Uh, where where <laughs>
1: Kevin Kevin Smith's for so long because his movies were so cheap to make and, and uh the mm-hmm. studios made a lot of D V D money off yeah, them. You want uh free reign and then when he obviously, like I said, when he goes to make Jersey Girl, which he hates now and, and No,
6: he and, does not hate it no. he do, no. he defends it. Yeah. He I does not to anymore. Do you to I podcasts? I do
1: listen to this podcast. Okay. And if you watch uh, if you watched, uh, I forget which DVD that came out that has, like, a two-hour inter- like sit-down with just him and Mosier, they will say that they were miserable on it. Mosher almost wanted to quit the movie industry because of it. And it was because that studios had involvement. Uh, and they did not... I mean, they were so used... Miramax,
6: though. Miramax gave him all his money all, for all his movies. But I'm saying... Wi- but yeah, what I'm saying is... the
1: most. the most. They gave, <laughs> they him, they gave the him, him a huge budget. Therefore, they had to have somebody behind him saying, Hey... Uh no yes no like sometimes somebody needs at some point in their life somebody has to tell somebody no right for the and and to me just for my my taste it made Jersey Girl a more solid movie movie as opposed complete, to him friend. kind of being free reign, kind of just doing whatever because I, I I think Kevin Smith is a very 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 overrated filmmaker a very overrated Nightmare. writer um, sorry it, just in my opinion I feel. Don't get me wrong. I think his outlook on things is good. I It's like a guy who I go, God, I almost agree, I agree with the way that you look at things. I just think that you kind of accidentally stumbled into success. <laughs> and it has – and even, like you said, you just listened to this podcast. If you listen to his outlook, he's so wrapped up on what people think of him that it really affects – Well, he
6: says he's not. He says he's not. He, he tries not to be, but – Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm not he, he either, does, but yeah. – <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. To me,
1: he's like <laughs> – and and, and I, I thought he his uh, his filmography has a perfect example of the movies that nobody says anything to him about, and then you get a movie like Jersey Girl. Now, whether what whatever falls in your taste, to me, taste. I think
6: the Jersey Girl, Jersey Girl. His issue with Jersey Girl was uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. That was the, no, watch her, the Her role was completely
1: cut out. No watch that go I, what, again. I wish I I gotta I have to go home and watch the DVD. But it's, it's the, the only big it's interview. the only
6: one of his movies that are like that. Like everything else has a stamp like it
1: Jersey Girl Yeah but that's the best part of the problem felt like
6: a, a Kevin Smith movie but didn't always feel like Kevin Smith movie All of his other movies always like I'm watching a Kevin Smith movie you can watch any 5 minute segment of Well no but I'm saying no, I think steps. that's
0: the problem I think yeah. I mean that's part of the problem To me like I I didn't see that movie until after it had come out and right. everybody panned the shit out of it and it was horrible Ebert and then and, and, and it, it was like years later and I rented it and I, it and I watched it and I'm like oh that was pretty good that, I mean I really enjoyed it, the film And I'm a huge Kevin Smith, I I like his other movies and everything, and to me it was like, I really felt bad about that movie doing so badly, because I was like, wow, that was a step in his evolution as a filmmaker, and now... He went back and did Clerks too. Not and only did he, and do he's backwards. just killed, no. but he went way backwards. Oh, right. way backwards. Clerks two clerks
1: is, uh, is terrible. Clerks Probably. two is good. The only oh, thing wow. I have, I thought Clerks. Two. Oh, this
0: com- conversation
1: is over. Wow. No. no, listen. Whenever you, whenever in your oh, film wow. career, whenever, whenever. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I have a thought. <laughs> I have one. I have one thought. You look. You're talking to me. Clerks two. Clerks two sucks. Clerks is, two. No, that hold that is it suck. Hold on. When you get to a point in your career that you are using donkey shows as a, a linchpin in your... Don't face. see Heartbreak Kid. You have... You have... There's a donkey show with a donkey cock You have officially... I mean, li- literally, when you go... It was, it was I got a great a idea, show. guys. We're gonna bring a donkey in and a guy who's gonna have sex with a donkey.
6: It's a subplot. It's a subplot. It's not B-plot. <laughs>
0: I think that's pretty good advice from Scotty. Uh, you know, if your career ends up uh, involved with a donkey show somehow, it's uh, it might be time to hang them up. You know, so we'll have to remind him that when uh, when that graphic novel comes out and, and donkey shows in it, but. Uh, that was some of the very interesting movie talk that was involved uh, on the 24-hour podcast. If you if you'd like to hear more of that, there's plenty more there for that. So next up, we have uh, a very special guest. John Centres called up one of his buddies and got him out of bed to uh, to talk with myself and Chris and Tom uh, about comic books. This is uh, Marvel's very own Brian Michael Bendis, the guy behind Powers and. Uh, mighty avengers and the other avengers and uh, Skrulls and not like that and all those lovely wonderful things that uh, that we love about marvel comics so uh, we had a chance to talk to him about a bunch of different things and he was a really cool guy so uh, here's some clips of of our conversation with with bendis
3: hey brian bendis how you doing welcome to the 24-hour comic podcast how you been
9: why are you doing
3: this? Why not? Because it's there.
9: We have nothing else to do. Yeah. Really are, you, are you like raising money? Uh,
3: charity or something? We're raising children. I mean, I guess I guess you could say in the abstract sense we are yeah, kind of yes, raising money. Yeah. Donate to Hero right now. No, it's a it's a it's a free com- you got comic podcast. Yes, it's a long story, but it's a pleasure to talk you to can use you. Use a couple of bucks. You've got uh, you got Mike Norton here. Um, I'm
9: Mike Norton. Hi.
3: Uh, Chris <laughs> Neesman, Brian Salazar, Tom Caters from Around Comics. Lo- Hi guys, the lovely Hello. Chris Crank from uh, Devils Do, and uh, yours truly, uh, your uh, cult, your uh, chronicler of the Bendis tapes.
10: As crazy as as crazy as we are for doing the twenty four hour podcast, we actually have a guy here doing a twenty four hour comic book, even though it's not twenty four hour comic book day.
3: Yeah, Chris Burnham is uh, like doing an absentee ballot for uh, the twenty four hour comic book, and is doing it oh, while we're doing awesome. it. Yeah,
9: I, yeah, I have a question about all this. Please, yeah. Why are you doing
3: this, <laughs> dude? You're gonna have to ask Chris Craig. Like ma- we're masochists. I knew, you know, I knew you, I knew you'd be up. So <laughs> I, 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 basically, that's why we're calling so you. So you, you thought that our three,
9: four-hour podcast that we do weren't quite annoying enough? Did no. Try to, is that what this
3: is? It's a different venue, my son. I it's, do like in
5: your guys' podcast where it gets towards the end where it becomes sort of a fever dream <laughs> I mean, where all the questions sort of meld together. into Nord- one. Norton's <laughs> at that. Like, i I think, I think. And I start to doubt my own mind about whether it's <laughs> your sanity. I'm like, I heard this question. I think, and oh, then you and say, I think you heard oh, this
7: question.
3: I'm like livid at the end of those things. <laughs> like when we're at like question 128, I'm always like ready to kill somebody. And I think Brian's...
9: how many how many hours have you done this so far?
3: Uh, this is our this, is this
10: not, the 17th no, this is hour. Sev- hour this is
9: the 17th hour. Oh, really? This is the 17th hour. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: Wow. So congratulations. Home stretch, home stretch. Only one work day to go. How far are you, speaking of uh, events, your events coming up, how far are you into uh, Ultimate Origin and uh, the uh, Scroll Invasion? Origin?
9: Well, Ultimate Origin, I was very close to, like, I have like one and a half issues left to go, and then it got bumped off the schedule, even though it's been solicited because no way. of the material. It's uh, it backing up. There's material that's coming after it by Jeff Loeb will not be ready till like, late next year. So they decided not to stockpile a bunch of stuff at the same time. So Ultimate Origin is not coming out until, like, late next summer, believe it or not. So uh, I'm going to not touch it for a while and come back to it, even though, like, three issues are drawn already. It's weird.
3: Well, that's that's wild. Yeah.
9: Yeah, I know. It's weird. Like, it's all on time and it all looks great and it... I'm very, very proud of it. And then they called me up and said, uh, "Oh, listen, we have a, we, we got a scheduling conundrum here, and we don't know what to do." And I was like, yeah, "Okay, yeah, b- bump it, but we got now we got to bump it till after Scrolls because I can't have it come out at the same time as Scrolls." Sure. And uh, and so you know, there you go. There
3: you go. Well, what yeah, about it, the-
9: it'll, it'll It'll be nice when it comes out. It just it, they were right. It, it, it is it is supporting other material, and that other material just won't be ready. So. You don't want it just to float out there. We?
3: Okay. Well, everyone always is uh, curious when you do a live interview what you're currently writing. So oh, I'm. Oh, those- I'm on. I'm wrapping
9: up the second issue of Secret Invasion. Okay. Um, these, these uh, much like uh, like House of M and Civil War, these are much harder to write and take much longer to write than a normal issue. Okay. But uh, I'm a ducks in a row in a big way, so I'm getting that done. And uh, I'm writing. I'm about white Under it on the two Avengers books, like I'm writing like whatever issue, I'm writing them all at the same time, so I'm writing them chronologically. Okay. Yeah. So.
3: Now, you know, uh, have they announced who's replacing Cho? On uh,
9: Uh, my well, Bagley's going to do the next arc, so that'll carry us into the year 2009 the way Cho's finishing up the six issues. Okay. And I I love Cho. I just I, I I'm like, come on. (laughs) <laughs> I was yeah, gonna I say, it. Ba-
10: Bagley will have his issues done before Cho no, has. No, Bagley his
9: has no no joke, Bagley has the entire arc done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I yeah, I I didn't mean I, I I don't mean to embarrass Cho or anything like that No, no. Today, but uh Bagley just got, he, he's like done. So we're actually being back there actually working on our next project, like they we're done with Mighty Avengers. So they haven't announced who the new artist is, but it is uh Someone surprising, not someone uh, people will expect. I'm ex- actually kind of excited to see the reaction to it. You've decided and to go
10: back and start drawing again? Pardon? You've decided well, to go back and start drawing I again?
3: <laughs> I so Frank
9: is going to do the annuals with me. He's, we're going to go right to Mighty Avengers Annual Number 1. Very cool. And it will be an all-female Avengers cast fighting female
3: villains. Sweet. Sweet. Nice. Excellent. I want a big pillow fight. I think that'll be great.
9: <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's called Pillow Fight. Sweet. <laughs> no, actually, no, no, no. Like that was the first draft. I'm looking at it right now. The new title is Hairbrush Incident. I oh, like. So Can
5: we get some oil or pudding <laughs> in uh, there, maybe. Uh. Somehow they write a female Quinjet. Well, I'll, I'll throw one out to you. So um, you know, we got
9: uh, the new Avengers Annuals coming out. Uh, that's coming out like in January, and then issue 38 will be a very special issue. Uh, that it focuses on Jessica Jones and Luke Cage called The Breakup. Uh. And it is drawn by Michael Gates.
3: Oh that's awesome, uh, man. Good. Yeah, I'm very
9: excited about again. it. Oh, I, I don't want to ruin it for you, I don't want to tell you what happened.
10: Well oh, I hate the title because I love that couple. They're they're a lot of fun.
9: Well, it's a very stressful
5: time. Yes, young life. Sometimes people drift apart, Chris.
0: Hey, Brian, I wanted to ask you about uh, Ultimate Spider-Man with uh, Stuart Imman. Imm- 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 is that how you pronounce yes. it? Yeah.
5: Um, I the, the
0: issues with it. I, I'm a huge fan of his work, and, and I just Me like, too. It, it's just awesome on that book. Uh, but for you, uh, you know, you obviously had you know the, the huge run with with Mark. Um, Having having Stewart come on, has there been any sort of re you know almost like recharge for you on that book or anything or, or just
9: you know what I I guess I guess there is even though every issue feels like a recharge like every issue wow. it, like it never feels like oh what another issue it, it, it every issue is a very uh, emotional and exciting endeavor you know but uh, no with Stewart it, it's like I'm such a huge fan of his and it's I, to me it's such a big deal that he's doing it that you want to make sure that. Much like I felt with Bagley for the last 50 issues, like I didn't want Bagley to quit, so I would try to write like so well that he 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 would have to want to draw. Like he would never want reading go. Ugh, I don't want to do this. So I'm trying. I'm like writing to impress him, to try to get him to stay. And and right. he's and he is and he's you know and it, it's the pages and he has in like a page a day. So every day there's like, a great page from him and it, it that's like the best. It's so exciting. So yeah no I, it's really been a dream come true, and you know I, sometimes you, you pick and you got the best intentions and it just doesn't work out but in this instance it's it's maybe one of the best decisions that's ever been made in my whole career thing here is is, yes. is to, you know to follow mark it's just been amazing
0: yeah it has been really good so yeah, he
9: he really is something and, and uh i i I'm trying to let him know that whatever he wants to do will do. You know what I mean? Like, let me know. Like, I've thrown a lot of ideas at him that I, I thought would be cool for him. But whatever he wants to draw, it, it let me know, and we'll write it for you. you know? That's
5: great. Everything's really coming up Bendis. See,
9: <laughs> uh, so just drunk and tired, and I'm boring him. <laughs> no, no, I'll, cool. tell you, I'll tell you what's coming up with Stuart is we uh, got uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, Firestar and Iceman.
3: Yes. Nice. We're
9: doing that, and I got permission. I can't say which one. But I, I got legal permission to ulti- ultimatize villains from the 1967 Spider-Man cartoon uh, oh. that have never appeared in a comic book. Very cool. There's I like, know. there's like ten villains that appeared in that show. Go to Wikipedia.
3: Yeah. You got people screaming <laughs> you go to, they're, they're, they're all there. That's that. Sky Boy <laughs> making his uh, triumphant return. I love Sky Boy, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who,
9: that, yeah, they're awesome, and I uh, <laughs> I got permission to. Uh, Pull those
10: out. So well, one of one of your other series that I've I've been a long, long time fan of is Powers. Um, how's how's work going on on that series? And uh, uh, you and uh, Mister oh, Oming yeah. still uh, still rolling along on it?
9: Oh yeah, know. you know what the bump in the road was. Uh, and Mark is my uh, Mark. <laughs> Mike has <is>, uh, <laughs> has said this publicly. The bump in the road was. Um, some personal issues he was having that he's long since gotten past so uh, he's very dedicated to getting powers out on a monthly schedule for the rest of the year and uh, I honestly couldn't be happier about it so yeah he's he's back baby
3: that's cool and is Jen thing. is Jen editing the book now or is CB still editing it
9: no CB is the editor of the book um, Jen, Jen is helping out as a comic nerd and the Uber Powers fan from years before we'd even met her but She's just helped us get past. We had some uh, production bumps that weren't our fault, but with nonetheless, the our fault because it's our book, and she, she helped us pass them. So okay. like, next week, the Powers Trade's coming out. It's been delayed. Powers Trade, new issue of Powers next week, new format, more pages.
3: Atta boy.
0: So, Any
9: word
3: on the, uh,
0: the second hardcover?
9: Second hardcover being uh, solicited for November, uh, already in production, and will be out for Christmas, along with a new printing of the first hardcover, which is sold out. Very yeah. nice. So God bless all of you. <laughs> Bye. By it. It's the
5: holiday season.
9: Yeah. No, no. We we actually printed. We thought would keep it. Be it would it would be enough for a couple of years. Like we actually invested into it, you know, and uh, it, it 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 breathed through in a year. So we were pretty excited about that. It was that. beautiful, man. Is, I loved it. Is the yeah, I, know, I, I love him too. I I, I love buying them from other people so i couldn't wait to get them out for powers you know
10: Yeah. now you mentioned the um, the format change what's uh... how many pages the the single issue is going to be and what are you guys throwing in there
9: yeah it's uh... The powers since issue 25 is now a forty page book and which means it's about thirty five pages of story and art fuck more but it's on better paper and better cover stock uh... we needed more pages per issue we were just always struggling to get all the stuff in there that we wanted to get in there, sure. And so we bumped it up, and it was about time for a price increase. But I, <laughs> I hate doing that for no reason. It just that always kind of annoys me. But so it kind of makes to have met you guys halfway, and give you more for the for the price bump. And uh, what we really needed was more story pages, and now we get them.
5: Strike so, a hard bargain.
9: <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's weird. Like oh, there's a lot of like indie books that are just seen by the people who are buying them and the retailers who buy them is more uh, prestige, just, just the purchase of them, just because of the schedule or whatever. So we thought we'd, like, match the format of that for powers, like powers are perceived that way, so we, we kind of created a format that isn't unlike the Civil War issues, but thicker, uh, that kind of match how it was being
7: perceived, so
10: very cool cool and with all uh with all your Avengers stuff that you've been doing i i, I kind of wanted to um uh pick your brain what character that that you're doing in in either of the avengers titles are you having a lot more fun than you thought that you would if there's a character
9: yeah yeah that, that's a good question there there's always um a character like uh when I was on ultimate x men uh uh, like a storm, like Aurora. That's not a character I ever, like gave that much thought to, you know, as a fan. And then when I started writing her, I'm like, I love writing her. Like I, I was like surprised how like I wanted to write her in the, like as the foreground character in every scene. So, and and for here, it's it's probably Aries. Aries is a lot of fun to write because even with the thought balloons you get to write this guy who says exactly what he thinks and is just a douchebag about it, but he's not wrong what he's saying, he's just saying it as douchebag as he possibly say it. So, you know, and it's like the, as close to the opposite of me as there is as a uh out kind of war.
3: You enjoying the uh, writing device of using Thought Balloons again, Brian? You're like the guy that kind yeah, of... Yeah, you know, what? So. there's
9: always that wrestle about how many is too many, and, and one too many might as well be a hundred too many, you know? Yeah. So you got to make it perfect. But, yeah, I, I enjoy it immensely. Because there's, yeah. also, there's also, in the Thought Balloons, a lot of clues to the scroll thing. Yeah. Now people know about it. They can kind of read there and see if uh, they're picking any shit up. But it's funny how, like, someone has a dark thought, they really upset some people online. They really, like, it like, I forget what it was, but some, someone was so angry at Hank Pym for creating Ultron, they said, Jesus, kill yourself in a thought balloon. And someone goes, that's a horrible thing. And it's just a fleeting thought, but, now you know, it spends people insane. It's amazing.
5: Yes. Well, do you mean people on the Internet got upset about something? Oh,
9: <laughs> well, yeah, it's amazing. What? Amazing.
5: Unpredictable what people would react to.
9: Well, I was actually very worried because for the first time... Since literally I started Ultimate spider man uh new got behind something of mine, which is the, when they announced the skull stuff. People generally seem to be into it, and I'm like,
5: uh you you got the family down at <laughs> the shelter as quickly as possible
9: uh, there I, go. Anyway, wait, wait. I literally I literally said to Jim McCann, who like that publicity marvel oh, yeah. i said I, I are they fucking with me i i i was like I was confused by the positive reaction I'd never had it
8: before.
9: <laughs> it was weird. Usually the, the better the book is doing, the more I, I should go to hell and die and <laughs> put on a Hawkeye costume and shove something on my ass, whatever. <laughs> so. So. So, so what did Sean McKeever tell you guys?
3: Anything cool? I wasn't here for sure. Uh, he was at a wedding. Yeah. Um, there was two uh, two best
0: men at the wedding. No single women? No single women. He was uh, free bar, open bar, though. That was good. Uh, What else does Sean he have eats, to say? We discussed the fact that
5: uh, people think he eats babies because he told them he does, and he seemed surprised by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <He> <laughs> Which I t- thought was surprising, he her, if you tell uh, people.
0: He mentioned uh, something about uh, Dwayne McDuffie. He was saying uh, Dwayne was... Uh, he ate dinner with him.
3: No, he, <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> did he they break bread over
0: gravity? Yeah they, were, yeah, they
5: talked about gravity and... Do they settle everything. I is think everything so. Okay? Yeah, I think they. We discussed the good. sexual orientation of gravity. This we se- found yeah. that n- not everyone was on the same page. Yeah, we weren't all straight. <laughs> hey, should I
9: should I tell him now that gravity is a scroll? Oh,
5: oh. no! Don't do it, oh. Mike. Did you hear this, that? I told him he,
9: he should have left Marvel. You leave Marvel, your characters become scrolls. <laughs> that's it.
5: We no more nice. creative
9: points for him.
5: Nice. <laughs> that's how it goes. Norton will choke you. <laughs> he's already borderline losing his mind. Yeah, doing this. You, How-
0: missed, uh, you missed Scotty Young. He went home already. He could
3: only last about 14 hours and then he had to leave. He had a good run, though. Uh-huh. was impressed. Yeah. Although, Scotty, you wind him up and he can't stop. He's
9: a nice guy. I hung out with him in Toronto once. He's a nice guy.
0: That's
10: cool. Yeah, we got to get you and Scotty to work on a project.
9: I would work with Scotty. That'd be a good
0: combination, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I absolutely would work with Scotty. I know he's in love with Dazzler. Or no, Cloak and
5: Dagger. Everyone's love of oh, yeah. fucking Dagger. if that Dazzler would have stuck, and then like uh, six months from now, <laughs> Scotty gets a call about Dazzler, and he's like, "I don't even know who the fuck
3: Dazzler is." <laughs> you know I, no, given cloak and My
5: my Xbox
9: screen name was Bisco Dazzler up until recently.
8: <laughs>
3: you know, given your love of street level characters, I'm surprised that you don't have a cloak and dagger pitch. That I know everyone. I know that's what Joe Q was waiting for is the right pitch because there's always buzz about them. And when are they going to come back? And I'm surprised a guy like you doesn't have an idea for that. Uh, oh, I okay.
9: No, it's on my list of things to do in Ultimate Spider-Man.
3: Yes, I remember you saying that.
9: Tandy Bowen goes to Peter's school. It's, it's, she's been running for class president now for the whole run of the... Yeah, every time you're in the hallway, you see uh, a, uh, a sign for Tandy Bowen. So she, she'll show up here eventually.
3: She's going to be like Reese Witherspoon in an election, basically?
9: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, it's, it's the school where everyone has superpowers. It's... Uh, <laughs> Because the government's gonna shut it down eventually.
3: Register the school. Dude, I'm expecting a grisly death for Principal Santres, I'm waiting for it. I
9: want oh no, go. you can you can uh, we'll see how
5: this edits.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way edit. What yeah. are you talking about, you're edit? Really, no. You're really you really
5: going to you're really truly going to edit? Okay. embrace <laughs> uh <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly. There will be no, all right, listen, uh, what I said before, I need you to cut that out. Yeah, this right. is going up in an hour. So, uh, <laughs> I actually
9: heard one of you nod off during my uh, Powers answer. No, it's all
3: right. No, I no. was going to say you're I really going
9: to... I heard a dose. I, 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 uh, I, I banging against the microphone.
5: you no, really going to embrace at, you know, really truly embrace decompression and kill Principal Suntris over like six issues. <laughs> like a very yeah.
3: slow... Oh, like the temptation of, the yeah. Cra- of Christ? Yeah. I that. Good the flailing. Of pr- I want six Sixly, issues of flailing. A quick
5: scene cutback to Principal Suntress like bleeding to death in the school basement. It. Well, it's
9: going to be the debut of Ultimate Hate Monger, and it's going to be a prolonged torture scene like Hospital 2 or something. Thank you, Monty. Nice. Fantastic. Hanging upside down naked, putting stuff things, whatever.
3: I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, not that I've given it thought, John. No, Isn't never. That, never. <laughs> thank you. Hey, oh, when's uh when's fun. the Illuminati 5 coming out, man? I I don't know. Is it okay for something? Okay. I just see heard.
9: a lot of things happen once Mighty Avengers 6 comes out.
3: I see. Uh, oh, man. So when oh, okay. Mighty
9: Avengers 6 comes out, then the Mighty right. Avengers 7 comes out, then Illuminati 5 can come out, then a lot of things can start shipping. I'm hip. Okay. Oh, it didn't
5: come out. Your LCS just didn't get it.
3: No, that's <laughs> the correct answer. <laughs> that's not true. So <laughs> the
9: cool thing is, like, once it's done, like, all these other, like, everything else is done. So it'll go boom, 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 boom. Well, up that's until cool. April.
0: All right. all right. Well, speaking about of Illuminati, you know, it just—it just kind of occurred to me because you were you are talking a little bit about, you know, before about how much shit. You're—you're you're one of those guys that you do get an inordinate amount of shit for. for I like, do. All stuff. <laughs> but, but then you look at like I think about something like the, the Illuminati Four, and it's like you pick a character like the Beyonder. And, and I mean isn't that just sort of asking for it at some point?
9: I mean I I told John this, listen. I, I listen, I, Every once in a while I am a big fan of uh, I, personally I'm a big fan of stories with endings you you can interpret. You know, I I just Antiguity. like that, you know. Yes. And I, but I but realized that that isn't, you know, that isn't the way to go every that's every time It's hard to find Wikipedia. But, but, I, I, in this in, in this instance, I thought we could we we there was there was enough material there to to do that, which I know is annoying to some. And you, you but but you still, you got to do what you feel you got to do, you know. Oh, no, I thought it was good. But regardless of that, I do not think that anyone involved in that book got nearly enough credit for the balls to to pick the Beyonder beyond back in the suit. With the Jerry Curl, here here, here, here. A, a being hey, that could is appear. This 2007, and we didn't do anything to that character to reinvent him.
5: I want could... a, I want an issue where you go back and explain why a character who could appear as anything or do anything still chooses to dress in the same manner. Uh, I
9: have I, I actually know why. No, it's it, it, you, you guys see that's the thing too. For some people yelling at me, I said, "Listen, I have recently reread Secret Wars 2. I I, re, I, re, I, read it. I want you to go back and read it.
10: You're a strong, strong man, yeah. Brian Bendis. go
9: back and read it, and then shut up. <laughs> Say the fuck up. That's what like It word, was maybe thing. the worst, heinous thing that's ever happened. It was closest comics will ever get to a Holocaust. Was, I mean. Wasn't
3: that the issue? Because I just talked to Brian Reed a couple weeks ago. That was the issue that you guys both kind of like tore the script up back and forth, right? Well
9: yeah, we had we all had uh a a, a a explosion of ideas. Uh we could literally have written a 25-issue maxi series of that issue, <laughs> but realizing that there might not be a market for it. <laughs> so, um we we did want to get all of the best of the ideas in that one issue. So we just kept going back and forth to the point where I I it might have been me who said, "Seriously, we have this is we're, we're insane." 'Cause no one knows we were doing it but us. Like Tom Reaver didn't know we were going back and forth a thousand times on what is, you know, not that difficult an issue. And uh, and we realized that we were literally in some kind of weird,
3: insane. It cracked me up. Is there, any, was there
5: any institutional resistance to the Jerry Curl? <laughs> or people, was there or was there any push to update, memo update <laughs> the Beyonder to perhaps?
9: Well, I, I, I early nineties, yeah, <laughs> for the 90s. Like,
5: like if if
9: Jimmy Chang called and said I quit, none of that would have surprised me. because we really said the Jerry Curl's there. This is the Michael Jackson sure. dude is there. He's still <laughs> pimping it, you know. And uh, and I, oh, I, I fully expected many people to leave the book,
10: I and I was
9: you. I thought it was very brave of him to stick with it.
10: Well, you know. I'm a- Reading a lot of uh, DC stuff. They're they're so good over there right now about pulling on on legacy characters from DC and, and pulling a lot of a lot of the obscure characters. I uh, think Jeff Johns yeah. does this just about as good as anybody. And uh, I know that Sal and I grew up as, as big Marvel fans. And it, it's kind of it's kind of fun to see you guys pulling some of these characters to see uh, like Brubaker, who's the the bad guy he just used in uh, in Daredevil. Uh, the, of, uh, My, uh, the stone guy,
0: yeah. Tombstone, Tombstone, yeah. but to no, use, Tombstone, yeah, 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 Tomb- oh, yeah. and, and the Beyonder. And. yeah, and Mr. Fair. Yeah. No, I, hey, I've I, I loved the Illuminati issues, and like I said, I did, I, I liked that issue a lot. It's I loved the ending of it, yeah, and I booker. did go, wow, that took a lot of balls. But at the same time, I'm like, damn it, man, can't you just duck and cover once in a while and not
5: <laughs> wait? How the fuck <laughs> do you update well, the Beyonders eight. Wikipedia? based <laughs> on that issue. I can't update the Beyonders Wikipedia entry. I'm, I, I'm on all for ending. stuff <laughs> on
3: Wikipedia. Good for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate don't that. worry.
9: Don't worry. Jim Shooter will do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, d- no, listen. You you read that Secret Wars too, and you can't tell. I'm not saying that they, everyone who worked on that book was mm, whacked out on coke. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and crappy Studio 5480s coke. But <laughs> I imagine if you were whacked out on Studio Fifty Four Bad coke, but that's what your writing would look like. It would read a lot better
3: <laughs> if you were <laughs> if you were coked up as well. Yeah, I'm sure it was brilliant. I don't, I don't
9: know. I've never done coke. I don't know. I could. I'm just I'm just surmising.
0: We just sat through Blood Rain 2. so.
9: <laughs> Seriously?
0: Seriously, oh, yeah. we did commentary. I, I did Blood but Rain. All right.
10: Hours, hours uh, thirteen and fourteen, I think, or yeah. fourteen and did You did
5: you ball direct it? Yes. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. Did. yeah. If yeah. you want to call it if, that. Yeah, if you <laughs> want to call it directing. He was there, and, and I think he is, gave is his pink Jane in it.
3: His same, his uh, cinematographer must have been handicapped no, no, or something, because really the guy actress. was incapable of holding a camera steady different at Different actress, yeah. different
0: actress. There were supposed to be vampires in it, but it turned into like a uh, weird western without anything good about Lots a weird western. It, yeah. Like, a lot of, sh- everything was in shadows, and they didn't appear to have a steady
9: cam.
5: It's called an art film. Or an film. editor. It's an art <laughs> film set. He <laughs> or made an, an ed- art film out of Blood <laughs> <Yeah>, Rain. <laughs> I'm, I'm
9: fascinated by stuff like this, because you gotta, you got to think of from this way. Two things either happened. Well, what's the name of like Kristen Loken? What's is that her name? Yeah. Who was the original Blood Rain?
0: Yeah, Kristen uh, yeah. Loken. Okay, so
9: either she got the call to be in Blood Rain 2, and how to make that decision that, oh, my God, my career has come to the point where now I'm getting off of Blood Rain 2. <laughs> or something worse happened and they didn't call her. And she didn't get called to be in Blood Rain yeah. 2. And that's horrifying as well.
5: That's real serious. We need to right? go a different direction with the character. Well, did, <laughs> yeah. maybe she's outpriced. <laughs> there's, there's no good side
9: of it.
0: They, they did have the, uh, the red-headed kid from A Christmas Story, who, Ralphie's uh, nemesis. Uh, as, as, as Billy the Kid vampire. Except uh, so Billy the Kid wow. with a weird it's Polish, Polish Oscar
5: Wilde-esque yes. <laughs> like mannerisms with a horrible yeah. accent and, in the is, as and an ascot,
9: kind of like horse buckled being in the magnificent. As an office point of view, you gotta understand. I was really flattered, the stuff you were saying before about my work, <laughs> but now I realize you guys like Blood Rain too. Oh, we didn't well, no, like it. I, it's the no, no, movie I movie actually liked it a lot more than you like our stuff. I, <laughs> well, that was, that was a different... I think you got a lot more entertainment dollar out of it, so... Hey... Uh, I, I, I'm very sad now.
0: Say what you will about Bendis, but uh, he definitely uh, knows how to roll with the punches, and, uh, and he's a pretty damn good writer, too maybe uh maybe he's got problems with uh certain certain things that drive people crazy but you know for his amount of the amount of work he puts out uh usually it's pr- pretty good quality stuff so um that's our interview with bendis uh probably the only time we'll ever talk to him <laughs> Yeah, you never know Uh, Next up and finally, um, this is a a little bit that I put together uh, sort of as a tribute to one of the members of the 24-Hour Podcast. Uh, At about hour 20, um, as the night uh, dwindled on, uh, Chris Tabor, who I mentioned before, uh, the night kind of caught up to him a little bit. And uh, in in hour 20, he spent uh, a majority of it kind of making everybody else go, huh? And uh, and so I I went in and I uh, I took out the best parts of of that hour and of of Mr Tabor and and put them together in a little oh I don't know gag reel uh, kind of thing for for your enjoyment I hope you guys do enjoy it um, if you haven't heard Chris before he's on the Crankcast you can go to crankcast dot net and check out that podcast by uh, Chris Crank and Mike Norton they do a great job and it's one of my favorite podcasts so. Uh, you can definitely check it out there, but uh, but here is uh, here is Chris Tabor in uh, in all of
6: his glory. Half of this are pi- pantsless, and the other half are topless. We're having a pants off, pants off.
5: The top half of my shirt is gone, and the bottom half of my pants is gone. I just have the middle.
6: I'm I'm basically I'm asleep currently, and I'm just talking uh, I'm and, and out of my dreams. Tabor is a zombie asleep. Yeah. I'm talking out of my genes right now. Going those guys up, are good. They two actually hours. are professional. An hour or two hours, As opposed six to or seven.
11: To Everybody else here.
6: Well, I mean, those guys could talk about whatever.
11: Yeah.
6: <laughs> they could talk me out of my genes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, let's see. <laughs> like like my uh, genes, like uh, your genetics. Yeah, my <laughs> genetics. Yep.
5: Yeah. Stop yeah, on your you DNA. Yep. <laughs>
6: it is really like the the show Twenty Four, done in a day. <laughs> it's got more coherence than Jack Bauer. You haven't read this thing, have you? Mm, I haven't. <laughs> the There's a the lot of cocks beard. and some monkeys. The last <laughs> <It's> my wife. <laughs> puking up a stomach. I'm bowl. not married. That makes no sense. <laughs> that sounds like something you should have to do. right. There's cocks, balls, and something that should be finished. And I forgot the topic. Yeah. <laughs> just write that. That's your dialogue. Okay, now like we're going to have like a crazy, just balls-out discourse about a subject that uh, we're going to... That Mike will pick. Mike, <laughs> I mean, you should... It
5: not be
11: comic books. Hey, please
6: don't be comic books. So you want move? You want viewing? It doesn't matter.
5: You've chosen that as your life. <laughs> I'm okay with running. hanging.
6: I can I can expound on hanging gonna, for hours. Are you wait, hanging?
11: Wait, now? You to the yep.
6: Please email there. us. Like we'll respond to emails out. in two hours right. or so. What,
5: you what oh, are you well, doing with your eye, Mike? It is that you cannot?
7: Oh,
5: Jesus,
6: oh, man! Someone punched him. Yeah. Oh punched by entertainment Maybe not. come on man keep it going
11: right now he's a little bit too tired to actually want to no, actually,
9: this I is all I
6: got this is all I got in life
11: I, th- I think we've got a special surprise
6: every three weeks I I appreciate my life
9: <laughs> <laughs>
6: you know I've been using this podcast <laughs> in my, in my <laughs> resumes
9: <laughs> have you really? <heard>? yeah <laughs> I was going to use it like uh, you know for production but, like, yeah <laughs> I know man it's
6: ridiculous <laughs> I hate this but anyway this guy Brian Brian if you're listening I don't know why he would be? <laughs> what, uh, yeah, what, yeah, why not even bastard? This guy, like, uh, about a year ago, asked me, like, "Hey, Taylor, like, zombie movies? What's what are good zombie movies?" I gave him a list of like maybe 15. Uh, eight zombie <laughs> movies. <laughs> what? And, uh, and he said he's seen most of them, which to me means I rented one once. <laughs> and uh, I was just, he just, I was just talking to him on the internet, but it's still cool that someone. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> He caught someone's alive. <laughs>
11: I don't understand. Was, Someone wants <laughs> my input
8: on random. <laughs> Who wants coffee? My <laughs> great coffee. I don't uh, cream sugar. Cream sugar,
5: coffee. You trailed off there. <laughs> uh, you started to lose it when you said I gave him a list of 15, 8. And he said he watched most of them, which means to me he read. <laughs> I, I was thinking of Brian. I was
6: thinking, Brian, like, Brian, you didn't give me 15. You gave me like 8. I was thinking of that. I was like, I don't want to. Brian, email us, man. Email us, brother. I'm sure there's. Like... So, anyway, like, that was.
11: Speaking <laughs> of
6: <a> hungry brain. <laughs> oh, my lord. brain is hungry for some gyna.
8: <laughs>
6: oh, my lord. <laughs> it wants to share its knowledge.
8: Jesus Jesus Christ.
6: <laughs> <like old> <laughs> write this
5: down, someone. This is retarded. <laughs>
8: no, don't no, no, write It's bad enough that this may be recorded. <laughs> yeah.
5: It is. This, this is, is. is. is going to be recorded forever. <laughs>
9: <laughs> hour 20. This it took up. us to
5: hour 20 to break down. <laughs> Hour 20, we finally lose it. <laughs> we finally lost our feet again. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. We did 515. We had done seven really good hours, and now it's falling apart. Way to go, Tamer. Way to drag it right down.
6: <laughs> That's what I'm here for. That's what I traveled down for. <laughs> I mean, I do. I want to share my knowledge or have an egg McMuffin. I can't tell what uh, Can you my brain is telling me right now. Oh sure, man. or an egg McMuffin, whichever is first,
5: whichever I can accomplish first. Vagina versus egg McMuffin. Share his knowledge. They're both so you know, warm. You
11: kind of open it up when it's all melty. Oh, it no.
6: oh. I'm gonna hump it. Not, right. it is not. I'm totally gonna hump that. Egg McMuffin. Mike, do you have poison ivy in your eye? My eyes are burning. Seriously. Wow. I know I'm handsome, but Jesus.
11: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Patrick, what movies did you watch this week? I haven't seen movies in a while, actually. I don't. I don't how I don't can really you not watch it. a movie? Yeah, I don't understand I don't how know. you can live a life without watching a movie in a week.
4: I'm, of course you don't. The whole world
11: knows that. After
6: <laughs> but how? That that is life. Oh, yeah, I, work, I watched I the works. second episode of Chuck. I haven't. I it's on, it don't. I haven't seen it. Yet. What I haven't seen it yet. Don't tell me there's, what happened. They
11: go to a store and there's stuff with people chasing them and people get killed. Nah. Uh, well, punch you in the sack and
6: and sack hump you. Stop! talking <laughs> about my sack. You're gonna fuck my sack. Ah, it around your head. You're gonna so stretch it out over an Jesus, hour now How big do you think my sack is? <laughs> I
11: how small do you, do you think see? I am? Do you want to see?
6: <laughs> oh, that this show's broken. No, no, this, this show's broken. This show's broken. Do you
11: have a video feed on that, Craig? We've all become <laughs>
6: angry now. Oh, I like how you say journeyman, like he's Jewish. He's uh Malcolm. Have you seen uh, a salt journeyman?
8: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> blow me away, what the fuck are you really really talking about? That's a man.
6: Salt. Oh, okay. I'm salt journeyman.
8: Well, well the thing was, he was, was he th- okay, the the here's difference. here's
6: the original caveman pilot took place in Atlanta. They called themselves Maggers Hotlanta. And uh it was just like you can't compare yourself to the it's supposed to be like the black experience, you know, but they're cavemen, and it just, it doesn't, they didn't earn it, and and now um, in the new incarnation, they're they're like yuppies playing squash, and I'm like, who are they supposed to be, who plays squash, what, <laughs> it was like, like the thing is, it fails, that. it fails, but it fails in like, such a, a fascinating way, it's like, it's not like, it, it, it's not like a terror, it's not like some show that just like, it's, it's a fucking family dramedy, or whatever, like, this is like, it's cavemen living in the modern age. But that and is is it's fucking retarded. There's it's all, all this. There's why? There's like funny. why are cavemen living here? And they they suggested like it's like two societies living together because they show like here's a caveman on a bike and he's he, like when they establish a scene like random caveman uh, riding his bike across the screen. It's like oh so it's like there's lots of cavemen and cave women uh, in this universe they've created, and it's dumb. It's it fucking dumb.
9: Totally oh, you know, even what are they trying to the say?
6: Man lawyer got yeah, fail, it is unfrozen you know? caveman lawyer. The series. For a half hour. Yeah. It's
7: seriously. The only thing sure. that
6: comes, the only good thing that comes out of that show is that those actors don't yeah. have to put that in a resume because no one will fucking know they for, were in that show. For
11: how bad everyone's saying the show is, you guys all seem to have watched it. No, actually,
8: no, we watched,
6: watched it. You, you want to see how I how 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 it failed? You want to see how how bad? Like you, it's like not watching like a show with uh uh Friend Drescher in it or something, and it's like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Let's just see how bad it is. No, it's...
5: you that mic like a lifeline.
6: I am, yes. Yeah. He
11: what? wants a spotlight and for all of us to go home. Oh. <laughs> I mean... Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Now it's time for the table Show. We're going to uh, talk about movies and TV shows that I love.
6: Patrick is getting a little dicky.
11: What? <laughs> what? I will fight got you got with my fists and feet. At, at, least, at least he like, didn't yeah, say he's gonna be sacky All right.
6: <laughs> That's the thing. I don't, he, doesn't, he doesn't need to get, sack, get sacky sack. Get <laughs>
7: yeah.
6: I have an issue. It's like if I let go, I throw up. This is how it gets <laughs> <That is, laughs> I, 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 cool
7: I, I like. I
6: like the candle we put here to like offset our geek stink. Yeah. What is this flavor? Oh, the social interaction. Yes. I fucked up my joke. (laughs) I can't relate to people who don't do that. I, mean, I
5: haven't watched a movie since Independence Day. I
11: can't relate to people who watch <laughs> I figured Game this Man. is it. It's this like, that's it. That's, that's, st- that's how
5: it ends. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about going to see Bad Boys too, but I was like, I'll just wait. <laughs> I should
11: have quit then, too, because I had a great date the night of Independence Day. Not actually at that movie, but it was the Wednesday that it came out. It was a really good <laughs> night for me.
9: That's a good way to tie, tie that in your memory.
11: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, am, so I, I had, had sex on the night
6: Independence Day came out. <laughs> Mike,
5: what did you do today?
6: Today? Know. Today? <laughs> Been here, motherfucker.
4: I, yeah, I actually thought about it
6: for a second before. I said, what did I do today? <laughs> <laughs> what does the brain man do? You have to go change into some purple jean <laughs> shorts. Uh, I don't
11: know. It's ridiculous because she's 5'10", super thin. He is like
6: 5... 5'10 is his weight? eight.
11: <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he got a very little hair.
6: <laughs> he doesn't know how... He doesn't know how to dial in the, the podcasts. Who? Tim? Tim, Tim he doesn't understand.
11: He, he doesn't know how to turn off his screen before he, he, yeah. he goes to bed, yeah. He, he,
6: he puts his ear up to a Brussels sprout and hopes to hear something. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I brought a cauliflower.
5: What? Why are you talking?
9: It looks like a pod.
5: A Brussels oh sprout is like a pod
9: person. <laughs>
6: I can see Tim thinking that way.
8: Tim.
6: Yeah, loving, uh, the oh, this Brussels sprout talked back to me. You I couldn't get it. A-
8: expiration. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that seems like a Chris Angel trick.
8: Mind free!
6: <laughs> it's not a trick. It's an <laughs> illusion. It's an illusion. It's an illusion.
11: Hey, I was oh. levitating the whole time. What the fuck? What is that show that he and Yuri Geller are doing? Uh, it's it's like called...
4: American Idol for magicians.
11: Magicians, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I thought that they were is... going to go around debunking stuff. Oh, no, I damn. So. I thought it was like the Penn & Teller bullshit thing. Oh, my God. Chris No, Chris Angel was on oh, Chris Letterman, Angel's all
6: about bullshit. And I, and I caught his trick. I, 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 I deciphered <laughs> his trick in HD. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like something like who was being uh, put in a casket, and it was like on this... Uh, uh, Whatever, a rolling track. Yeah, a yeah. rolling track. <laughs> <laughs> David Blaine. David Blaine is where it's at, man. David Blaine's the one that I'm like. That's like a, That's he's the devil. David Blaine is the devil. <laughs> I will now make his cock disappear in my mouth. <laughs> Is that what happened? I, always I, I saw was that gay, one. Actually, I <laughs> <thought 'cause laughs>
11: <I was laughs> no, there's, this, there's, this video. there's the just there's just YouTube videos. The cock and balls talk <laughs> coming out of this guy.
6: I'm from Wisconsin. That's well, all hey, we do there. Yeah, he's the
11: guy who missed the porn section too. Yeah, right. I know, man. Yeah. I
6: was out it's com- like,
11: conversing. It's like with-
5: Jerry Lewis with his Nazi jokes, and every he he's always leans back on him. <laughs> it was probably
6: like <laughs> help. <laughs> Luca I don't here. want to do this anymore. He, he
11: said that he, uh,
6: I can't think of a time I stayed this late with four other men. That I cannot do. Three tops. Three four times. Yeah. Absolutely not. Many
11: times. Smaller <laughs>
6: amounts of <laughs> men. Before I have to get okay, out, right? so um, Scotty Young. That's mine. That's, mine. that's yours? Yes. Oh, his his girlfriend's name is what? Casey. Okay, so Scotty's like a more handsome version of myself. And Casey's like a more beautiful version of my girlfriend. Ouch. Wow, this is
8: horrible.
6: Wow. Yeah. I was just Let's I was just knock. thinking just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend doesn't listen to this. I just uh I was just thinking about it right now.
8: That explains I, wish, I tears. wish she
6: was here now. I wish she was here to make it look not look awkward. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's she's an attractive lady. I wish my girlfriend was creative and sang songs. Wow.
11: What does
7: your girlfriend do? <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> what is my girlfriend? What does my girlfriend do? Know she know moves out. <laughs>
6: All right. <laughs> she moves out. No, she's really, you know, I noticed that back when and Tim's 30th birthday. Tim's 30th birthday. I'm like, dude, you, Scotty looks like me-ish. He's dressed like me. He's got, like, the, the corduroy jacket that I have. Actually, to keep the mannerisms
11: going, I, I get a, a kind of a Greg Titus vibe off of you at certain points. Greg Titus? Was that that Fox
7: show? Yes. <laughs> a... yeah.
5: So where do we go? Well, I'm happy with my girlfriend. I think she's <laughs> creative <laughs> enough.
6: What I'm, does she do? Uh, she's a, a uh, labor she's union organizer. Me, a yeah. labor union organizer. That's yeah. That's a creative I'm, I'm completely happy with line of work. She does other stuff mind. too. <laughs> okay. What does your, your girlfriend do? She's a social a worker. She's a social worker. No, that's creative. I've imagined. She thinks of new ways to not be raped by crazy people.
8: <laughs>
11: Why, do the old ways not work anymore? <laughs> new, new ways to do it. Sometimes times you have to keep trying before it's, it's going to be a fail When does it in <laughs> <laughs>
5: He's crying now. He's crumbled. Wow. <laughs> He's hunched over. We broke table. Hour like, 20, harsh reality. <laughs> this is the cold,
11: hard line yeah, of call to come. There's a slack. There's yeah. You it up.
5: This is what happens.
11: Mike's just crying now. (laughs) Is Mike crying because of his life now, too? Saber's making me rethink every decision I've ever made. How do I avoid getting raped by a homeless man? Am I doing it right? I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Oh God. I've, I've been using the, the old me. ways. <laughs> what about these new ways?
6: I I hope Jolie's not gonna listen to this hour.
8: <laughs>
6: we were at this cookout once, at my friend's house. He's got this uh, fire oh, pit behind his this house.
11: This gonna end in homeless rape uh, no, I, 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 I wish my girlfriend. I wish my girlfriend was as good at barbecuing as No, he's like, what do I smell cooking? You bend over there. No, mister, stop it. Let me get it. Let it uh, it's, done. it's done. It's done. You stuttered.
6: It. You stuttered. And it's done. Okay. So we were... It was a bunch of us. There was like... <laughs> there was like ten of us at, the, at this cookout, You right? And it's like two or three in the morning, right? And we are... Uh, we're just sitting there just talking. And all of a sudden I see like the the tip of a... Oh, Jesus, don't hit so no. A guitar. A guitar. Yeah. Just poking out of the darkness. No poking out of the darkness. Walking, I'm like, I'm God's like, sake. did somebody bring a guitar? All of a sudden, this dude stands up like, hey, everyone. She's like, I'm like, I just noticed this fucking tip of this fucking guitar. He's like, hey. It's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Lloyd. You made and he's, make it
5: sound like he showed up out of a puff of
6: smoke. He absolutely fucking did, dude. And you say, why and are he, I, a bag of and, money? And the problem was, like, I didn't know how long he was waiting there for us Hello. to acknowledge him. Like, you just see, like, blackness, tip of a guitar. You smell like, like, hey, little there's little a little guitar little there. And I was I'm like, hey, hey everyone. everyone. So he, he, uh. He, he just sat down, and we just kind of ignored him, and he smelled like a homeless, dude. He fucking smelled like ass uh, marinated and more in more ass. Car. And it was... <laughs> ass man. Keep going. Yes. Keep going, And dude. And it was just like, oh, man, it's fucking awful. It's ass marinated in ass rolled in sand. <laughs> sand? And then put out in the sun. Okay, so... <laughs>
11: All right, don't stop. So
6: he starts singing songs. He starts singing songs. And was like riding the train, and by the train he meant heroin. <laughs> so he's like just singing these songs, all these songs about heroin and whatever. whatever. And we're we're just like, are right, they were man? really just
5: songs about He was a train enthusiast. <laughs> no, he was literally like riding the train, pointing at his arm like yeah, he it was, he was No, it was So what happened with this guy? You take him
6: off? Well, no, he
5: he was hit by a train. <laughs>
6: We let him sing three songs. He raped his girlfriend. Oh, God. No. Uh, Rape. Everyone. No. Rape is not funny. So he sings three songs, all either a variation of heroin addiction or whatnot. And uh, my girlfriend and her friend, uh, who's also a social social worker, she's actually in social work school. I'm like, what are you guys doing? These are the guys you guys help. And, like, I'm off the clock. They have schools? So I'm like, she's a social worker. She won't even...
11: The I Acknowledge
6: these, these, these homeless... Paid, uh, what's that? Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. You should always be. You should not... I don't
11: know about that. because I mean, Secret I society is called...
6: Oh, I can see that, but, like, you, you chose the, it, man. You chose, like, I'm going to help people in trouble Mason thing. when I get paid for it. You just know one? Right. But they were just sitting there, like, and my girlfriend, she stopped smoking, like, five years ago, but she started smoking all of a sudden. So she went out to the... Uh, to the uh, the deck of this house, and everything. And what are you guys doing? It's like it's like I'm off Switchers duty. She's like literally like, just smoking. Like I'm off duty. I'm like you're really off duty. And I'm like you are so way off duty right now. It's like you won't help the homeless guy. You're suddenly taking up smoking. What does the smoking not... you have to do not work. work? No, exactly. Exact. No, it's not just social work. It's just like she became a different exactly. person.
5: Yeah. It's like. No, what you're Not
6: only am I going to help this help this guy in need, I'm going to start smoking again. <laughs> <laughs>
8: What did that have to do with the soap?
5: It was just, it was it's
6: a detail. It was it's a detail just, of the situation.
5: <laughs> what? Sounds like she's just more angry that she decided to start smoking. You know what?
6: You Why I think Mike you knows what I'm saying. Mike is gonna acknowledge oh what I'm saying. She does
2: have a full time job.
4: I thought I was gonna be the one breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> I thought I was gonna be the one making no sense <laughs> and just babbling incoherently <laughs>
11: about her.
5: I'm not gonna vomit it. <laughs> I decided. <laughs> On the equipment or the table. If you're gonna vomit, vomit into this coffee cup. Vomit, not happening. That,
11: that was not good enough for you. Oh,
6: I didn't know. So anyway, screw you, Celia. You, yeah, so you're. anyway, back to rape. Oh no, no more rape <laughs> avoidance. God. This could be an educational I wish you got back on his balls. That would be more comfortable. <laughs> I think that's I don't super round my at my balls. This point. Hey, I was never on his balls, so I can't get back on them. <laughs>
5: uh, that's a topic I think we can cover a little bit. Uh, without quite being
6: uh, From what I've heard, it, I don't think we can cover him. How long is Two? this? This yeah. is podcast gold. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep things going. I'm just going to uh, j- jibba-jabba. Oh, no shit. Until you, mofo's, you say something of uh, of import. We're just like ste- we're just stepping back and watching. <laughs>
8: <laughs> just like... hey, hey, you guys watch a...
6: You know the problem is I don't have a filter on my mic. Yeah, All this nonsense movie. won't yeah, this come through. Everything. <laughs> I have <The> blocks, <laughs>
5: everything. <Mine> blocks everything. Mind blocks everything. I have a therapist. My, coming oh, in. Oh, An hour and help
6: oh, us sorry. with the rest of the show. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm having a therapist coming. Cranky. Crank right, just made see. quick right, love top, to
6: top 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 me. Topics are. Because I'm always like adverse to like. I'm like it's cable TV. It's gonna have the production values of like a homemade porn. Great, great production values. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, I know. So, I, so since I found out that it didn't have the production value of homemade porn, well, no,
8: no, I no, felt no, like I
6: missed out. It does I'm like, oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow, Creskin. <laughs> no, uh, but no, I I, I can't comment because I haven't seen either. Okay. You know, but the thing is, I've seen this movie, uh, Cashback, star uh, who is about this guy who has this breakdown. Can't sleep, so he gets a job. Yeah, well, doing a no, no. Did, wait for this to come come to fruition. Can't sleep. His girlfriend. I can't keep up with him. Okay, no, hey, his girlfriend. His girlfriend in in the movie Cashback is the Bionic Woman. I do. Yes, Whatever it is, out. I do. Yeah, yes. Oh, these aren't going to be aired, right? Oh, <laughs> these not. hours, they're going to be up not. within uh, I twenty the minutes. Was be the the laughter is sobering me up. Who wants to get me a beer out of the fridge? It's
4: going to be Bendis and this. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Ah uh, yes,
0: Chris Tabor, my uh my new favorite uh movie guy. Um like I said, it, he he had been there all day, 24 hours he was drinking a bit and uh and uh, it just kind of caught up to him eventually. So uh Tabor, if you hear this, uh, I I hope you know it's with love, buddy. Anyway, that will do our 143rd, no, 141st episode I think it is. Um Next week, we're going to be uh, back to the roundtable. All four of us will be uh, talking about some stuff, and, and I believe even the return of one of the most popular demanded segments from our previous inca- uh, you know, incarnation of, uh, of podcasts. So um, check in for that next week. Uh, i got a few announcements here to finish up the show. Uh, You can join our friends of the program at AroundComics.com, where uh, you can download and print out our LCS Challenge flyer. Ask your comic shop manager or owner if they will display it in their store. If they do, send us an email. We'll mention you and the store on the show, as well as post it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. Uh, We want to thank everybody who wrote iTunes Review. We love the iTunes Reviews. You can go to iTunes Store and, and write us a review there. I want to thank InStockTrades.com again for sponsoring this episode. And we want to say that we are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit HeroInitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. That'll do it. I'd like to thank uh, no one for joining me today, but I would like to thank everybody from the 24-Hour Podcast. It was a lot of fun. I know it was a lot of work, especially Mike and Crank. Those guys did a great job of getting it put together, and and, uh, and we had a blast doing it, so uh, hopefully it won't be the last one. I know Mike. right now Mike doesn't want to talk to anyone, let alone on a podcast, But uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we do it again sometime. Uh, Other than that, I'd like to uh, tell everybody to have a fantastic week. We'll be back again on Monday with another new episode, uh, and uh, and hopefully there'll be some good stuff in that one, too. Uh, In the meantime, we will be everywhere in and around comics. Bringing you the very best news, reviews and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved.
4: Love you, babe. Yeah. Why you got my love and love me
5: Speaking
6: of funky brain. <laughs> My wondering. brain is hungry. For some gina. <laughs> <God>. <laughs>